0: Hi, I'm Michelle Banger, Managing Editor of Quality. I'm here with Carolyn Lee, Executive Director of the Manufacturing Institute, which is the Education and Workforce Partner of the National Association of Manufacturers. So Carolyn, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. So to start off with, can you tell us um, what the Manufacturing Institute is doing these days to support the manufacturing workforce?
1: Sure, absolutely. So um, the Institute's mission is to inspire, empower, and educate the manufacturing workforce of today and tomorrow. And so of all the COVID challenges we've had through the economy, In the past several months, we've been really digging in even deeper into multiple streams for upskilling and reskilling and really changing the perception for uh, potential workers, as well as the upskilling and reskilling for existing workers and working with companies to do so because our need is is still uh, tremendous. Uh, You know, in the most recent NAM Outlook survey, it meant the um, inability to attract and retain a skilled workforce is the second top concern for manufacturers. And that was, a le- that was the same for 11 of the top 13 quarters that has been in um, the, the top two. So it's really a tremendous need and a tremendous challenge for us. And so we've been digging in with a whole host of partners, new and old, to make sure that we're uh, building those pipelines for manufacturing workforce.
0: So with training, um, to what degree did the pandemic disrupt training, or what effect has it had on the training programs out there now?
1: Oh, dramatic, right? Just like everything else, um, as I say this to you from sitting in my house where I've been working uh, remotely for 13 months now, right? Um, It had a dramatic impact on training. But what I think that it did is it didn't stop training. What we realized was we had to train through the challenges of the pandemic, not stop and wait for the storm to pass. And so what it did is it accelerated um, all sorts of technology and, and the adoption of technology that I think will be game changing for us going forward. So using things like virtual reality training and online training with, with modules, you know, our um, Heroes Make America program, which has operated um, it, since 2018, where we are training transitioning service members, guard, reserve, uh, fully separated veterans, and uh, active duty military spouses. We're training them in manufacturing skills and certifications and then helping place them uh, while also helping them with transition support, you know, the interviews, uh, the LinkedIn, all those things you need to know when you come into the private sector. And you know, that program, we operated throughout uh, all of COVID and have continued to operate and training uh, the folks in the program, but we're doing it differently and we're using, you know, remote simulators. And actually um, just, just uh, earlier this year, we announced a large grant from the Caterpillar Foundation, where part of our uh, growth for heroes will be including more fully remote training, including the use of virtual reality. So utilizing those technologies to get to people where they are and help train them in the skills that we need. And so, you know, it's, it's, A whole mix of activities, including, um, you know, taking our Creators Wanted experience, which was supposed to go live in 2020. And we've taken that to a fully virtual experience as well to help reach people where they are, let them know about the promise and the opportunity in manufacturing careers, and then help direct them to resources, then get that training to uh, be able to, you know, uh,
0: get these jobs. Um, so for manufacturers who do want to work more on their training programs is there any advice you'd give them about what to do today yeah
1: absolutely you know our biggest challenge i think is one of perception people don't know that we're here and these are jobs that they would want so the first thing we always say to companies are speak up um, you know share your story things like manufacturing day of course national manufacturing day Um, Our Creators Wanted experience and and campaign is really about telling the story and changing the perception. But also, you know, as you as you go beyond perception, working with local middle schools and onboarding additional students all the way through. You you can't just wait till they're about to graduate high school, going and working locally in your community, but also building deep and lasting partnerships with your workforce development partners in a community and your community um, colleges and technical schools. Because so many students, particularly now because of COVID, are going to their community and technical schools locally. And so, you know, they can't train for jobs they don't know about. And so we say to local manufacturers who are looking to recruit from those schools, you know, make sure that those schools know what it is that you're what you need and help them be prepared to train students with those skills that you can then hire them, right? So it's a full cycle. Um, our Federation for Advanced Manufacturing Education, the FAME uh, system, it was originally as an apprenticeship program started by Toyota uh, about 10 years ago and transitioned over to the institute in 2019. To help steward that growth nationally, you know, that's a, a great model for engagement of local employers, a national network of learning and standard um, of, of what the, the tools and the education and the curriculum should be, also with local economic development entities and community colleges and, and, and companies working locally to build those pipelines of a skilled workforce. And so. You know, they should not just assume, as we, we often did, I think, uh, decades ago, that the, the schools would just uh, mati- graduate people with the skills we need. We have to go in there and be active partners.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I'm talking to someone from a uh, school later today, so i sure. Interesting right. to hear what he has to say. But um, And so in terms of, like, building a future workforce, I saw you spoke at Automate on a panel about yep. the Industry 4.0. Um, can you tell me more about that or what? an industry 4.0 workforce would look like
1: sure i mean what's really interesting and and i know this is uh this is something we talked about on that panel you know what we know is that, yes, automation uh, and more technology is coming to the factory floor. And in many cases, uh, COVID accelerated those investments. And that's really actually good news for manufacturing workers. And um, But the skills, like the, the jobs, the tasks are changing. Jobs aren't being eliminated. Jobs are changing. And so what we're finding is that the thing, and this is true to, the, to every single individual I've spoken to. On uh, manufacturing uh, factory floor, and I ask about the the new technology. You know, while some in in the uh, in the world like to put off this idea that you know technology is destroying jobs, what we hear is actually how how uh, technology is amplifying the human experience, the worker experience. Uh, workers get to focus on the things that they they find more interesting. Uh, they don't have to do the repetitive tasks, right? They get to do the things that are challenging. Not to mention, upkeep, programming, uh, maintenance of of the automated equipment. and so we talked a bit about that. and really, what we hear from employers, um, which I think you know help complete the story there, is really that what they're looking for from workers. Uh, and going forward what a a key skill sets are are the ability to communicate and to work on mission and to problem solve and to think creatively and those are skills that right now are innately humans uh, human skills you know our our automation does not have the ability to do that and so you know what we're doing is we're enhancing the worker experience and making manufacturing more productive here and that's been uh been a, a good news story You know, um, but I also think that we have to talk about how technology is being used. A lot of the work the Institute's doing over this last year has been, you know, through Creators Wanted, but also a new partnership we announced with Union Pacific, where we're talking about what Um, What these careers look like, particularly for Union Pacific, what these careers look like for for, um, women, because they have a goal of increasing the number of women in their workforce. And of course, we all have a goal of increasing the number of women in the manufacturing sector overall. And so there we're really talking about how technology, how 4.0 technologies and and jobs are different and why these are open to everybody and really using manufacturing to close the opportunity gap while we address the skills gap that we still have.
0: Yeah, that sounds great. I definitely remember seeing that Union Pacific story. So that sounds like a good project. Um, are there any other success stories you'd like to highlight in terms of training or workforce development? That yeah,
1: yeah. You know, actually, we are. We're going right. to announce tomorrow morning a new partnership with the Coke, Charles Koch Institute and Stand Together around second chance hiring. We have over half a million jobs open. We have four million jobs to fill over the decade. And second chance hiring gives us an opportunity to help bring more people in who are eager to look for an opportunity in the sector but also um, you know these are folks who are looking for for that opportunity and data shows that when you onboard a person and you're able to train them that your retention is high and there's just tremendous feedback into the community for these second chance opportunities. And so we're glad to work with Charles Koch Institute and Stand Together to develop some pipelines in manufacturing and help companies learn you know, how to onboard this potential talent. You know, the reality is, is we have over half a million jobs open. So we really need in all of the above. We need to look at skilled workforce through apprenticeships, and we're doing that in Fame. We need to look at our military talent through Heroes Make America. We need to work with community colleges. We have to change the perception first and foremost. And then second chance hiring, we need to tap into those who are looking for that opportunity, but who also have the potential and the skills and the desire to be terrific, terrific workers. And so we're excited about that.
0: Great, yeah, it seems like fire in all cylinders, so that's Yeah, great. it's been,
1: you know, considering the challenge and, and just the dramatic impact of the last year, you know, companies are doubling down and really investing in their workforce, and it's been um, rewarding to see how many different angles they're really excited about working on um, to help close the skills gap and make sure that manufacturing stays competitive here.
0: That's great. Yeah, so I guess um, those are the main questions I have, but just looking down the road for the rest of 2021, is there um, anything else you think that'll kind of change with training or things people should be aware of coming up?
1: Yeah, I mean, one of the things that I think is so exciting about the Creators Wanted uh, campaign that we're engaged in with the the National Association of Manufacturers is a joint effort, is the idea that we're really changing the perception of opportunity. That manufacturing, um, you know, and, and people have this idea of, you know, smokestacks is the thing that they draw and what modern manufacturing is all about and then who the workers are in modern manufacturing and that we have the opportunity for all who are interested and willing. Um, and, and as our demographics and our, our nation's demographics change that we need to attract all people um, all, you know, in, because we, you know, we have entry-level skill sets and we need PhDs and pick your flavor. Um, you know, it's an all of the above um, workforce need. And so we have to have all of the above workforce strategy. And so we'll be digging in on the perception campaign as well as you know some of the diversity and inclusion work so that everybody knows um, there's a place for them for those who are interested in innovating and creating tomorrow's future by joining the sector.
0: Great. yeah, That all sounds very exciting. Lots to look forward to. Um, so yeah, I think that's all. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Excellent. Thank you so much.